It's Coffee Quad Time! Time now for the Wednesday Morning Coffee Club. Welcome to the Wednesday Morning Coffee Club with Bill and Jenny Sparks, Dave and Chris Rickard, Tim Oni, and the crew. Bill will be taking your phone calls and you will hear lots of conversation. We will have cooking tips demonstrations of products, and much, much more. And you may reach us by calling 1-646-558-8656. You will need the meeting ID 848-725-450. And when you're asked for a user ID, just press pound. You may download Zoom from the Play Store or the App Store. And now, ladies and gentlemen, Bill Sparks. Well, a very good Wednesday morning to you. I hope you're doing well today. A little little Russian interference there from my computer. Uh, It's kind of cool where we are, but we are strong. It's November 6th. It's, what, Wednesday morning. We've had an election. We've had all kinds of things going on, and we'll be here to talk about it. Let's say good morning to the coffee club folks. We might as well start closest to home. Jennifer, how are you doing today? I'm good, I think. Then I woke up ready to go, I guess. Are you still in your hideout, your different hideout today, doing your... Yeah, I'm in a different hideout today. You're in a different hideout today. Well, at least maybe you're comfortable in there. So there you go. Let's go up to Albany, New York. Hey, good uh, morning to everybody here on the panel, and good morning to everybody listening on The Legend. Doing good here in Albany. I just heard on the weather forecast for tomorrow. Oh, no. Say it isn't so. That evil word snow is coming our way, but we're not going to get much. Maybe if if we get an inch, that'll be a, a lot, so... Doing very well here, but it's cool, about 35 degrees here in Albany, New York. Well, there you go. Let's go down to Altoona, Pennsylvania. 
Well, we're good. We are also supposed to get about an inch of that stuff that I wish wasn't coming, but it is. We're not looking forward to it, though. But at least it's leaving Friday. Well, let's see. We're getting our fiber installed tomorrow in Naples, so we'll see how that goes. I wish they, of course, they moved the appointment and I was supposed to be there. And because you never know how things are going to go when you're not there. But we shall see how all of that goes. Um, Evan, let's go to Evansville, Indiana. Michael Law. Oh, good morning, everyone. Uh, yes, you said election day yesterday. I was going to comment because i was unavailable last week you were asking about how uh, acb voting from home and i'm going to say that i heard that at least in indianapolis that folks could have someone come to their home like jenny talked about one republican one democrat and actually now they would bring that accessible express vote machine so that you could do it all uh, even from the privacy of your home get to the poll. But, uh, otherwise doing well getting to be down in the teens on friday morning so uh, but no snow so it's all good here all good all good let's see i'm missing someplace 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 Minneapolis. Minneapolis, Minnesota, the coldest spot of all. Yep, 26 degrees and cold, and it's supposed to get a lot worse. By the weekend, they're talking, well, by Sunday night, they're talking lows in around 3 to 5. So uh, not not good, but uh, eh, I guess got to get used to it. I guess it's kind of what it is. Yep. What it is. Make sure you have your gas tank and your car filled to the top of the rim. <laughs> Because you don't want water to get into the gas line, stuff like that, when it gets cold like that. Just a quick programming note for next Wednesday's Coffee Club. And this is not a major, major, major programming note. But some of the spots and some of the, with the exception of our, our main intro that we do, the, the theme song and the intro will move will be moved back about three to five minutes. So... Actually, if you want your coffee a little faster, you're going to be able to get it a little faster now. So we'll we'll be getting more to the subject uh, very quickly at the top of the hour. So it's just a little small change, but one we can accommodate. Um, but uh, just mean a little slight change on my my part, but nothing 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 serious. But we'll be getting right to the to the meat of the matters. Uh, uh, Go ahead, Bill. I, I, Joe, I believe uh, Joe raised his hand. Joe from uh, uh, out there in New Mexico. But if you want to continue talking, no, we'll get no, to no, him. no. That's okay. Let's go ahead and take care of it. Okay. Go ahead, Joe. Uh, okay. Hi. This is Joe here at Albuquerque, New Mexico. Forty-two degrees and talking about cloudy skies and rain later on today. Anyway, it's a brand new world. I got two hearing aids. It'll set. It, it, it is a brand new world an audiology department and she said, well, when you get these things, you have to retrain your brain. I go, gee, thank you. And then I put it in and hear myself talk and whoa, the amplification is way out. Now, she said sometimes music can be a problem. Actually, yesterday I listened to performance today and that was really, I noticed the high notes were really cool. <laughs> you will notice a difference in the highs and and things like that, and I think it does take a little getting used to it, Joe. Um, 
you know, I think it depends upon the severity of your hearing loss and what you're trying to correct. And you're right. I don't know if my brain can be retrained, though. That's part of the problem here. But yeah, that is a... <laughs> that, there, there's that. But at least it's working for you, and it's, you know, you're going to hear things now that maybe you've missed. Like I, I remember now I can hear the, you know, when you're sitting in the back seat of a car and you can hear, you know, when somebody's maybe doesn't have their seatbelt on, you can hear the, the bing, 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 or you can hear the, the brakes going, whatever the noises they make. So there are some sounds that you're going to be able to pick up now that, that Joe, are you could. noticing things that you haven't heard before that you're hearing now? Oh yeah, oh I, I, absolutely. When, when when Ellen is in the kitchen, I there are things I hadn't heard before. Mm. Oh heavens, absolutely! Every every little thing, every little crinkle, like when the like the little baggies, whatever it makes the the, the crinkly sound that I never heard before. And actually, what I what, what I really look forward to my my hearing loss is 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 not that severe it's actually minor but actually what what i've been missing in in the in the summertime when the when the cicadas come out so i i i i i look forward so much to hearing that oh hearing hearing those birds again so. well that's good joe thank you for your input do we have any other callers jeff no i thought i saw another raised hand but i guess i did yeah there is is there Oh, hold on a second. Hold on. You're Bill. right. I didn't even hear it. It's Bill. Go ahead, Bill. Yeah, I just I like to give Bill the weather report in Chicago. Uh, it's about 37 degrees here today. Possible rain. And I beat you guys all. I had four inches of snow on Halloween. I so, think Milwaukee had six. Yeah, they did. They got six inches right. Cause I talked and they're getting more Milwaukee snow. Yeah. You know, we're supposed to get rain today. Possibly tomorrow, freezing rain and mixed with snow. So well, we're we're in for the winter weather. So uh, guess what? You can just leave it right there. Well, I'm going to send it down to you. Yeah, eventually. you think? You think? Before you get to Florida, you yeah. got to get some. You probably. Oh yeah, right. we're supposed to get a little bit Thursday. You're probably okay. right. And we have one more hand raised, Bill, for okay. uh, Jerry up there in the Indiana, PA, the home of Jimmy Stewart. So there we go. Me, I didn't know. Let that. me get to him. Go ahead, Jerry. Okay, we're getting our weather. Uh, we're going to get a dusting of snow. Um, we're going to start out with some rain showers tomorrow, then it's going to convert to snow showers. But they say some of our lows this weekend are going to be in the teens. So, yeah, we're getting our really of our first taste of winter, all right? Very good, Jerry. Very good. Very good, Jerry. I hope you feel better today. Oh, I feel a lot better today. Good. 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 Gail has her hand. Okay, Gail, give it a shot. No, she lowered her hand again. Oh, she lowered her hand. Okay. Did you want to say something, Gail? Did you want to say something, Gail? Hold on a second. Let me. I'll get her. Hold on a second, Bill. Go ahead, Gail. I hope we don't get snow for a while yet, because uh, I don't think I'm that prepared for it. You know, no. emotionally or anything else. <laughs> no. Well, whether you're prepared or we're prepared, it'll happen if it's going to happen. Yeah, and then it'll be about 12 months if it feel like that, about 12 months and nothing but snow and ice. Well, I think you need to go back to that place you told us about this morning with the heated sidewalks. <laughs> yeah. And hide there. Hibernate at Centric Air Health. You know, Gail, if we were all bears, we could hibernate in caves and stay warm for the winter, but unfortunately we can't really do that. So I think the recipe is southwest Florida. Call your county. I agree. I, totally I, think agree that, I think that's the recipe. Um, a couple things I want to talk about in tech. 
um, I read this article, and I heard a, a small demo of it on Blind Bargains. And is anybody familiar with the Shell phone? S, well, I think it's S-H-E-L-L. The Shell phone. And it is a phone which has buttons. Everybody heard of that word buttons on the phone? But it's not your typical... It's not your typical dumb phone. This phone has Wi-Fi capability. This phone has some pre-installed apps on it, and it will allow you to navigate, you know, menu trees, make your phone calls. You can do email. You can listen to radio stations. Uh, You can... Also, type on this phone, but if you don't want to do that, you can hold down a key and dictate your emails, text messages, dictate notes. So this phone may be what some people want. They may not want a, you know, high-powered, you know, iPhone or something like that, but... But this phone is, it's, I would say, a little on the expensive side. Mike, did you see what I've seen about $349 for this phone? Yeah, 349 kind of the typical price for a higher-end smartphone. I, I don't know what's inside the thing. So, uh, well, I think the, the phone, oh, go ahead, Mike, I'm sorry. I say for, right, again, it's just for folks who either can't use because of dexterity issues, tremor shaking, what have you, or just elect not to want to use a touchscreen. Uh, this may be the option for them to give them the functionality with old school. Right. Keyboards. You can listen to your radio stations. You can do your email, your text messaging, and those type of things. I think we've got Julie. Yeah, I'm going to get to her right now. Go ahead, Julie. Okay. Can you download other apps or all you have apps that are there? No. All you can have is apps that are there okay. or whatever they they add to it. But no, you can't. But now there's a wide variety of them, Julie. But you can only do what they do. And probably if you're to the point that you want to download apps, then maybe it's time for an iPhone. But do you know if it, uh, if it has, uh, like, apps for blind people, like seeing AI as an example? I doubt it. Uh, I doubt it, Tim. Um, can even – I doubt it, though that's always a possibility. That's you always know, a possibility. But then again – but it does have GPS on the phone, so, you know, you can ask it what time it is, what your location is, those types of things. So, but... And when they sell it, who is selling the phone? <laughs> well, I'm sure you can go to Shell, Shell Phone, but you can also... Blind Bargains is a big distributor, so you can go to blindbargains.com. And you can get all the detail. I think we got Gail, maybe. Go ahead, Gail. I'll get it. Go ahead, Gail. Fingers. Say it one more time. You're breaking up with your computer noise. Go ahead. My um, cordless phone has big enough buttons where I can put my fingers on four, five, six, and then go up and down from there. Are these, are the, with this shell phone, are they the buttons about that same size, or are they really, really little? No, no, I think they're pretty good size, very, very comfortable buttons 
that because, because I've seen a lot of cell phones and I've gone, I don't think I want to do it because you have to have your fingers close. No, I think I think these are pretty good sized buttons according to the description. This might be akin to the website? is there a website where I can go? Go to blindbargains.com. And okay, well, I can check it out there. Right. If you go to the very the very top of the page Mm-hmm. And while these guys talk a little bit, I'll slide over there, and I'll I'll tell you a little bit more. More. Well, you said you're selling it, right? So JJ is pretty good at documenting things. So I'm sure he's written a thorough description how to use the phone. So we were reading that yeah. to decide the phones. Yeah. Even. I would say that this phone, you could compare it to a phone. It's not the same thing, but it's kind of the same at, uh, concept as the Jitterbug phone. Which is well, made for older yeah. people who didn't want to touch screen. Yeah, I wouldn't yeah, compare because no, I don't no. think Jitterbug does only does calls. I don't think it does any kind of. I don't think it's Wi-Fi enabled or anything. Is it? I don't know if it is, but but, but it, it's a, in comparison, it's like the Jitterbug phone in the sense that it has buttons and you can make calls right, with but, it and receive calls. But the Jitterbug is not Wi-Fi. No, it's not. You I can mean, get you can get Wi-Fi phones for like twenty dollars. Some of those Android phones, people can get twenty dollars uh, have Wi-Fi built in them, so that's almost ubiquitous. All right, Jitterbug, I don't think has that, but no, there's kinds of things out there. I would say if you want an iPhone and you just think price is too high, the SE will be coming out here in about three months at three ninety nine. So, well, that's about the little more of the price of that phone they were talking about just now from uh, from that blind bargain they're selling. And a lot of times you can get the eight for around that now. Yeah, right now it's four ninety nine, but yeah, when that comes out, that might lower the price of eight. Yeah, eight. So, give me just a second here. Hang on oh. to your eights if you have them, as long as you can. I have it. It's in my left-hand pocket, and it uh, it, it, it serves me quite well, Jennifer. Oh, yeah. Well, my speaker's Mine. gone bad on it, and I don't know if you can replace them. Probably not, but do you have Apple Care? Because if you have Apple Care, you might be able to get a new phone out of it. No, I've, I've had it about two years already. So okay, yeah, Apple Care only lasts for two years, and then you can't get it again. You can't renew it, so that's part of the problem. But, uh, yeah, I, I had mine. I, well, I told you the story about how I got mine through uh, problems with Spectrum. So go ahead, Bill. Okay, if you go to blindbargains.com and look for podcast number 198, and then you hit your adding key and go down to details about the podcast, this will give you the description, a full description of the blind shell phone. It will work with... Uh, T-Mobile, AT&T, and I wasn't sure at first, but also Sprint and Verizon. So it will work with all your four carriers. I think maybe, and I'll answer some more questions about that in a minute. We, we have Shirley from, uh, uh, I think it's Ohio, who has a question, Bill. Go ahead, Shirley. Did we Out get... the phone a couple of months ago, uh, one of my friends called the people there and asked some questions because there is a guy in Kentucky somewhere uh, that is one of their reps. But from what I understood at the time, they did also say that LS&S would be selling it. I don't know if that's still the case, but that was the plan at the time, and they were going to try to, you know, put on. I think it's mainly supposed to be uh, set up from what I was hearing for the visually impaired, so they will be putting on some apps, uh, you know, that blind people would want to use. But to me, the, you know, the biggest drawback of it was the one thing you guys already talked about is that, you know, you couldn't really add anything yourself. You just had to, you know, go with what they had rather than adding any apps. But 
you know, for a person who wants something basic, but yet you'll be able to go through menus and, you know, things like that, it, it might not be too bad. And I'm thinking there might have been a couple versions of it, but I guess only one of them was going to be available in the United States, I think. It would be nice if we were able to get a copy of that, uh, I mean, get a hold of that phone for a demo, but I, I really don't want to pay uh, that kind of money for the phone because I, I don't personally need it myself. But if we were right. able to get a demo, that would be nice. Uh, the, the one good thing about the phone, and I agree, I'm an iPhone phone user and I'm not going back but it is blind shell so you type in b l i n d s h e l l and you can find out more information but the one good thing about it for some people surely is the fact that you can dictate into it um and you know you you can you can also give it voice commands and you can set up you know things that you can tell it to do I'm I think what we're trying to say here, we're not trying to replace an iPhone, but there's a niche of people who, um, for like like Mike said, just cannot use an iPhone. So this might be a viable option for, you know, some of those people. And, you know, I'm not trying to push it over. We're just trying to make you aware that it's out there. And some people just have problems with their hands, and they're satisfied with just getting their email. Uh, you know, I'm surprised you got one that does email, to tell you the truth. Uh, it also, this would impress Doug out there, it's got an FM radio on it. So if uh, you really want an FM radio, but, you know, the database, I'm not sure which database of radio stations they tune into, uh, if it's TuneIn or whatever the case may be, but at least it it gives people options. The phone does have a good sound to it. Let's make sure we can listen to the legend on it, right? Because I think if people are going to get this phone, it'd be nice to make sure that people can listen to the legend. That would be cool. That's my opinion. And the other thing that I, I would like about it, I mean, if, if, if I weren't, it has a button on it, an emergency, an SOS button, and you hold it down for three seconds and then it will call somebody you know, if you need help or there's a medical emergency or something like that. I think we got Bill. We got Bill. Go ahead, Bill. Uh, yeah, this phone you're talking about, I read about this all oh, three, four months ago. I was just going through the computer and I ran across Lion Shell. The only problem I think about this phone is it's made in Europe, and if something goes wrong, who's going to repair it? you got to send it all the way back to Europe to get it because it mm. come out of some country. I forget what, not, I forget what country mm. it was in, in Europe that developed it. What and they were, got, they were yeah. introduced to the United States sometime in November, but how about repair? Well, I would agree with you, except where's your iPhone made? Well, it's yeah, but at least you can get your iPhone made, repaired right here in the United States. Do they have right. repair places here no, I think for this they have, shell phone? They have repair places for it here. Okay, I, was just, I yeah. just brought that up because they were they were talking about that when you introduced it, who was going to be able to repair it or what carriers. But I see you mentioned all the carriers because it's when I read about it back on, I don't know, two, three months ago, uh, they didn't know what carriers were going to be able to carry it. And uh, it also has the advanced feature of object tagging on there. So if you need to tag an object or, or something like that. But I, I think the ability for some people, I think the upside outweighs the downside because of the fact that they can scroll through their contacts or do these type of things. Now, I will say the voice on there is excellent, and you can speed it up and slow it down. So I think 
I have to give it a thumbs up because there's more upside to it. Am I going to switch to it? No, I can use an iPhone. But if I could not use an iPhone for any reason and, you know, and I couldn't afford maybe the costly, you know, th- that type of thing. So, I mean, I don't know. Um, it, it might not be for me. Anyone else have a question on the and it will read books, but it does not have Bard on the... And maybe that will come to this, but it does not have Bard. And you can get the current weather and all that good stuff on there, too. Also has a color recognizer. I don't know that it's going to compete with um, the one that Chris likes so well. Colorino. Yeah. <laughs> but it, it's out there. It's there. It's It's another option... Again, called Blind Shell. I went to Blind Bargains, clicked on podcast number 198. I play the demo, but it's not our content, so we're we're not going to go there. Well, and but, if he's selling it, it would be at atguys.com. That's where they sell. Their, right. That's what, yeah. Right. Right. Atguys.com. Yeah. I think Ellen has. We got uh, Ellen. To, go ahead, Ellen. Yeah. Good morning, everybody. Um, I just wanted to just uh, echo what you were saying, Bill. It's, yeah, that sounds like a good thing to have for people who have dexterity issues or they, uh, for some reason, have trouble navigating a touchscreen or, you know, something like that. Um, I know somebody who lives in our building who does voice texting because of her disabilities. And it's like that would, that would be ideal for somebody who has that kind of a problem. True. And, you know, they said, well, it doesn't have Uber or Lyft on it. Well... But no, that's okay. That's, you know, you know in that particular case, you could then call your go-go grandparent and right. and call your device if you had to do it that way. Mm-hmm, exactly. So, you know, at least it gives you the ability to communicate with the outside world or whatever, you know, the you case know, even if it right, doesn't. Right. Even if it doesn't have Uber, you, you probably could use it with, with, go, with, what is it, go-go grandparents or right, something like that? Right, Yeah. You, you could use that. There's no doubt. Um, so it's an option out there. It's a battery you can replace and put in. Like I said, it's not meant to be an iPhone. Um, but some of us with iPhones right now with 13.2 are having issues with (laughs) apps crashing and all kinds of things. Maybe we need to step back to the shell for a few days. Um, you know, there's a lot of people who are having issues right now with, I, you mentioned, Tim mentioned, well, CNI GPS and some other apps are crashing. I mean, I don't know if it's a developer's problem. I don't know if it's an iOS problem. Or well, whatever. I wonder if Apple came out with this stuff a little too quickly because they want to be competitive with Android, and they came out with it, and I don't think that they did all the testing necessary to get rid of the bugs, and I think that's probably the issue that we're finding with the iOS 13. Mike, do you have an opinion on that? I'm just curious. It has something to do, I guess, they changed, I don't know how to articulate it, I, I just heard this Monday, they changed the way that it stores your history or something and the way that you interact like trying to remember what you do when you go between apps and so it's created a lot of problems but i have one other thing i just heard about this morning listening catching up on some podcasts so beat mr bill from chicago on the punch on this one not saying you should go and get rid of your voice assistant devices but i thought it very interesting that they've proven both in japan and university of michigan that people can use these laser pointers and actually um control 
command voice control of uh, Amazon Lady A's, Google Homes, and iPhones, uh, in some cases as far as 164 feet away. Uh, so that's kind of interesting. They use it to open garage doors and make purchases and stuff. I don't exactly know. I mean, when I think of lasers, I think of those little flashlights and stuff, which they said that could be, but I don't know how they transmit voice through it. But uh, I thought it was interesting that it could go that far. I said iPhone's only like 33 feet away, but like computer, if you say enabled uh, Amazon on your computer that maybe is as far as 160 feet away, someone could use one of these laser pointers and transmit voice commands. Yeah, how do they do that, Mike? Because I read the same thing you read, and I didn't. I couldn't understand how they could do that with a laser pointer. I know what a laser pointer is because uh, my daughter has one, but I don't, I don't know how you do that. I don't know. I'd have to listen to some other more detailed technology shows where they go into more detail as to how that happens and how much those devices cost and how many of them are out in the wild and that, that kind of thing. But I, um... I can tell you that, with, at least with my Amazon voice assistant in my living room, I, I do not have it so I can talk to it. I only use the voice remote because I don't want uh, my Amazon voice assistant listening to me and, and, and doing things that I don't want it to do. So I, I have the remote from my voice assistant, and I have it set. There's a button on my Amazon voice assistant that you can turn that off so that you can only control it with the remote, and I can only, it'll only listen to me when I push the button. Uh, I don't know if it can circumvent that or not. Uh, that would be interesting. Bill, you have your hand raised. Let me get you again. Go ahead, Bill. Yeah, the the laser. I can see they probably got voice on because, you know, that's how they transmit radio signals to the space station, is by laser. They do it by laser. That's not done by radio waves. Right, that's so what the that cost of those back. is. Right, I don't know. How. I don't know. I wouldn't know idea, but I, mean, that, but I know you said how they get the voice. Well, they transmit the voice on that by laser from the space can, station. And the, can you imagine if I was near your house, Bill, and I turned on your fire TV and started playing with the channels? I mean, that, that that's kind of freaky. I mean, I don't well, know. supposedly, if you were near his yeah. house and he had one, you could open his door and come right on in. Come right on in raise your, and raise your kitchen, Bill. That's all I have to do. No, I, don't, you know? I, don't, I, don't have, I don't have one of those electronic locks. I, I can still stick the key in the hole and turn it. I don't need those electronic locks. I'd never put them on my doors. I don't either, but it is it is food for thought, Mike, because it can be a little bit scary when you think about the technology. Uh, you know, it really it is scary. I mean, we do have to be cognizant of the fact that these things do exist, and uh, and there's always going to be hackers, and there's always going to be around the back door around getting into this stuff. So, you know, this, this is a, certainly an interesting issue. Just want to say, if you want to chime in and you don't want to call in the phone number, you're welcome to join us here on the panel, of course, but you can call eight hundred six nine three zero five nine five. And press, well, I guess it really wouldn't matter which one you pressed, one or two, and just leave your feedback and we'll play it on the show. Try to keep your message or your thoughts, you know, stick it to the point and try not to have a ton of noise in the background when you do make your call. But if you want to make a point, uh, you know, you're you're welcome to, to do that because we, we really do want your feedback. But, yeah, I, th- I think... Um, that is interesting about those. I, I would imagine that Amazon will do something to probably, or any other, they'll probably come up with an answer to solve that problem. By the way, I have a friend of mine who lost his Amazon tap, and he was really upset because they do not make that anymore. So if you have an Amazon tap and, and you want to get back, you want to get it, or you have it, keep it. It's like it's worth it's like it's worth its weight in gold because you cannot buy those anymore. Yeah, I know. I left mine in Florida. I left mine in Florida, and I think we're going to have to start exploring more other other speakers that are Lady A or. Google Assistant. Um, hey, does anybody how, know anything about the Sonos Move? I've heard some good things about it. 
Yeah, it's a price tag of almost four hundred dollars. Um, and that's really designed to be an outdoor speaker. It's like weatherproof, you know. That's you could use it inside, but I think its purpose, from what I read, is to be an outdoor speaker that can endure the weather. You can go camping or just have a pool party or something. I think that's more of its allure. I guess. Well, I mean, if you want a Sonos, not the Play One, but the Sonos One, might be an option for you, or if you want to have that in your bedroom or something like that. I don't have one either myself. I think and people I was... like the the ability of battery power, being able to take it with them where they want to go, Jeff. That's that's certainly true. Uh, and you've got to admit, with a Sonos application, that's kind of cool because, well, you know what you can do with Sonos. So uh, I don't know. It, it's something that, that's a pretty good thing. I mean, but I hate to pay all that money for a speaker that's not stereo. I think you could buy another one and make it stereo, but you're right. Then you've got eight hundred. Then you've got almost eight hundred. So. Yeah, but doesn't it have both of the assistants in it, and it's supposed to be portable? And yeah, but it's still again, not but it's uh, it's out of the range of a lot of people, Jennifer. That that I think that's what Bill is trying to say. At four hundred bucks for each speaker. Well, I, I mean, those both speakers are out of the range for some people. So I mean, where do you? <laughs> yeah, about three forty nine. Yeah, if you got money to play, I mean, there's all kinds of stuff. I think one of the concerns is those that support both devices don't always have all of the commands. I think even you're talking about the tap, it doesn't have every command or capability with it. But but the Sonos, of course, you have, and I forgot that I'd set this up, uh, but you can set it up with Lady A, and I forgot it was called Living Room. So now I can use my voice and send things over to Living Room, and it displays on the Sonos. And, of course, even now your iPhone uh, in your AirPlay. Uh, if you have your Sonos installed, it'll AirPlay over to the Sonos as well. So there's yeah, a lot of so ways there, to get there's no things. there's no doubt about it. The upside of it is great. There's no doubt about it. it. But I think I just haven't seen that many lower price speakers that I like as well as the Tap or something like that. Well, the, what about the? I mean, the Google Home Mini. It's not it's not the Tap, but it it, it certainly it would solve the problem for people who have a Tap in a sense. Uh, it's not quite the same, obviously, and I agree with you there, Jennifer. But okay, but if I didn't have a Tap, I could put that in my bedroom. Home, there's one problem with the Google Home Mini, Jeff. We're talking what we're talking about. The difference here, Jeff, is the Tap is battery, where you can carry it with you from place to place to place to place. The Google Mini or whatever may be small. But A, you're limited to the Google system, and B, you can't run it on battery. Gail, you have your question. I'm going to get to you here. Go ahead, Gail. There is an echo going on with with Zoom or something. I'm hearing, like, feedback. Um, yeah, somebody's got an there issue. There is some kind of echo going on. <laughs> yeah, we and know, I, That's Gail. all I wanted to ask is what was going on there. It, it comes and goes. Right. Well, well, as far as those speakers, you could shop around. I think there's some other options that may be half the price, but you just have to go to some store that has all those and play with them. And, and just play, look, and there's find so much, out. When it comes to speakers, so much stuff out there. It's great. Um, I mean, you but, can buy a 1,000-watt speaker with an amplifier at about $300. It's, it's great. So, Mike, you're a tech guru. Not a tech guru, but what do you think is the future coming up next year? What, what would you predict? I don't put you on the spot a little bit. Yeah, I I don't know because I don't watch your. So, I mean, a lot of stuff comes and goes. It just doesn't take off. But I definitely, you know, talk about the voice-enabled speakers. I think that's definitely the future. There's a lot of interest in AI. Uh, so again, things that that do both allow, you know, Amazon and Google. I think it's, you know, would be something I would be interested in to have one portable device to do all of them. I just don't have the discretionary funds right now. 
don't know. It's hard to say. I think the AI uh, TV, certainly. I can't believe how much they've come down in price now. Like, also, they get a 32-inch TV for retail 129 or on sale for $99. I mean, with voice enabled, you know, it's just crazy. Uh, some of the things that we're seeing now. I, I don't know. I, I don't follow things that closely. I, I look at those consumer electronics shows, but a lot of times the stuff they show there is never even made available, or it is and comes and goes. You know, and they they do. They just come and go. But it it's always going to be an ever-changeable uh, market, as we're going to find out in our demo in the second hour, of something that I didn't, you know, think would be like this, and they would switch their whole line to it. So if you're into vacuums, you, you'll get into that in, in the second hour. But I, I do know that... Um, Probably more tablets, wouldn't you say, Bill? More tablets, more tablets. I would say tablets. Everybody wants things smaller now. The great big laptops, the big, unless you've got a specific reason for. Hey, and talk about one of those bugs, Bill. My phone just locked up on me. I I have no input with no speech on it right now, and I'll wait till after ten till Dave's demo to, to fix that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's that. That's a crying shame. Do we have uh, Bill with his raised hand again? Yep. Go ahead, Bill. Yeah, just just humor you talking to Mike about where you think we in the future. I'm old enough. I go back a path when I remember when they first came out with a 12 inch black and white television, and I remember when they first came out with the first transistor radio in the mid 50s. And you know all this stuff has really progressed because a lot of this stuff you got now you used to see that on the old TV shows like Space Patrol and Captain Video and Dick Tracy with the wrist radio, which now you got the wrist iPhone watches and. You know, it's, it's, I mean, it just keeps going and going and going. I, mean, I could go in better with you, Bill. My father used to tell me about going to the World's Fair in 1939 and the stuff that they talked about in 39 he saw in the 1960s. Well, yeah, well, they had, well, television was demonstrated in 39 at the World's Fair, but the only thing was television didn't take off. The reason it didn't take off in 39, it wasn't until later on because the, the European war broke out, World War II broke out, and they took all that equipment over for radar systems and stuff. They didn't develop it. But in, the 50s when it, but in the 50s when it took off, my dad was one, bought a, a TV set, and he was one of the only ones in his apartment building that had one. My, my parents lived in, in the Bronx, and people would would line up outside his door to watch Milton Berle. So. <laughs> oh, yeah, right. Well, they, And I remember used to have them where uh, the stores, I know, in, here in Chicago, uh, they had it before they were out here, came here in 61. But there used to be a Zena store on Michigan Avenue, and they had television in the window, and people used to stand around and watch TV. And then when they first came out with the remote TVs, they had the remote in the window. They cut a hole through their big clay glass window and put the remote there, and people used to play with the remote. You'd be able to change the channel, get up and walk across the room. I'll make one prediction for 2020, and that being I think there's going to be a major health monitoring breakthrough. Well, no, that, that could be, and we're going to talk a couple right. notes about that in just a minute. Tim, are you still in the panel? I am. Can you check the request box? There's one for Kay and play it. Oh, Can you okay. prepare it for Kay in yeah. Buffalo? Because she's got some comments, and you did better. I can't do both, I don't think. Okay, I'll get that in about two minutes here. Okay. Kay, your comments will be coming up in just a moment. They're doing some, for people who have the LibraLink sensors like Dave and I do, um, they're doing a... We're going to be down for maintenance this weekend. It doesn't mean that you can't use your your meter or your device. They're just you won't be able to update it to the cloud or whatever. But they're doing some major 
work on that this uh, this weekend. Dave and Chris, you've had a few issues with that the past week, have you not? Um, I have, yeah. Um, <laughs> it's when they, Libra did an update here not too long ago, about a week ago, I guess, and all of my readings were way out of whack. And I had Some to, were low, some were high. I mean, 50 points off or better. Oh, sometimes even higher than that. And so, you know, I, I, I called them, and they had me change that a few times, and uh, nothing worked. So, look, I'm hoping that what they're doing now is we let them know that after they did that update is when I seem to have a problem. So we'll wait and see what happens after that. Dave, do you have a backup way of doing your blood sugar? If you God forbid the lever doesn't work, can you do you have the old-fashioned way of doing it with the uh, with another another talking glucometer? I do. That's how I know that there was so much of a difference in point. The thing is, it happened after the update, but it didn't happen until the update, and he changed. It was time to change sensors. Now wait a second. Now, Chris, you didn't like give him like uh, tons of sugar and, and a, a richly made chocolate cake or apple pie or something like that. Well, <laughs> no, but part. Of the time it was way low. It, it, yeah, you know, it right now way it's low. way high, but it started out way low. I'm just, I'm just kidding around with you guys. Like in the 40s, and there's no way. Right. It, uh, so we're we have a, a, a raised hand from uh, area code 770. That's got to be our friend from Griffin, Georgia. Go ahead, sir. Yeah, that's me. This is Damon. Listen, I wanted to comment on iOS 13 real quick. You notice from iOS 12, you could read the Bluetooth battery on your headphones in the status bar. And yeah. they took that out. I wish somebody complained about that. No, uh, I missed that. Now, Dana, I got right. a lot of complaints. I got And I haven't talked to you in such a long time. I, and I have a lot of complaints. My phone just locked up. Now I got to figure out how to unlock it again. It's, uh, it has a dead screen on it, even though I know it's working. And I got a text message from JR in, uh, in Albany. And all, that, that's when the phone locked up. I did nothing. It just locked up on me. You're, uh, you're right about that, Make Dan. a call, call your yeah, well, I'll do that when Dave's demo runs. You, Dana, that's for everybody. Uh, that's for everybody's having that problem right now. And it does make it bad when you can't read the Bluetooth. I don't know. It seems well, yeah, like, some of us really rely on our Bluetooth. I don't know why it's, it happens with Microsoft sometimes, too. Why they can go, and maybe last one wasn't, maybe there was more changes this time, but... What what I can't figure, and and maybe Dana, maybe you know, why is it they've got all these beta testers, and yet we have problem after problem after problem after problem after problem. Yeah, that's what they do. They 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 they, they should have all these beta testers, and they should have the bugs worked out. And when they put the thing out there, it shouldn't have to have all these updates. I don't understand that. Again, yeah. they they want to compete with Android, Mike. I think you would agree with me there. And they just happen they're trying to get everything out as well, possible. I, think. I just wonder if they don't, if the beta testers don't, the people that choose to do it don't really push their phones and do the things that most of us do with them or something. Because some of these things are so obvious, how did they not? find it. Well, I'm going to call the Apple accessibility team and tell them about that Bluetooth thing, and I hope everybody else will do that, too, so when they push a new update out, it'll fix it. Well, well I, it'll... a few beta testers I do talk to make the comment that they reported and Apple doesn't address it or say they'll get to it, but that there's a triage of like, most reported. Are you are you following the blog on Apple Biz or the Apple Biz, Mike, because they're, they've been complaining about it immensely, and they've said that Apple has dropped the ball. I mean, that that's what I've been seeing in all the tweets I see from them. Yeah, and that could be. That very well could I've be. Got our, you got our, our phone ready for a comment. Ready? Thank you, Dana. Yeah, go ahead, Tim. Hey, this is Kay in 
very much Kay. uh yeah what kind of phone would not have the legend i mean well i would ask also are they saying it correctly because you don't have to say something like legend oldies radio so we'll make sure that people are saying that not just the yeah legend. and actually on the iphone now it's just legend oldies if you say radio it won't do it okay yeah see they're always changing they're always changing well, that's that. the whole problem with, with voice assistance devices that you never know uh you know how to do that so that's that's part of the problem so again uh we'll have to uh Find out more. I don't have a phone like that, and you don't have a, None of us here have this particular phone, Kate, so we'll all have to figure out what to do. If we can find a way to get a demo of it and, we'll, and do something with it. And something, and I think you're right, Kay. It's, it, it's a great thing, but when when you don't put the legend on there, I'm sorry, but it just went down in the meter. You just haven't paid the people the right amount of money, Bill. That's all. Well, that, that's true. <laughs> that's very, all about submitting it. We find out what they're using. Yeah, what they're actually it. using, and so we can get it in the right directory. Yeah, I think maybe. we should send the bill to Jeff. You know, you're such Jeff a kind. I, yeah, you're, you just, you're such a good friend, Dave. I appreciate it. <laughs> we do everything we can to try to help you, Jeff. And I, I, that's funny. <laughs> Jeff's sorry. got the. You know, we'll, we'll be talking about remote control, or not remote control, but uh, battery um, or rechargeable vacuums. Jeff's got one of those battery wallets. It can just. Yeah, except the money leaves my wallet. It doesn't stay. <laughs> He's got a money tree. He just goes out and shakes the money tree when he needs more money. There we go. And we got Julie with the question before. Uh, go ahead. Go ahead, Julie. Yes, I have a couple issues with with, I, with iOS 13. Um, one is I got a message last night. And I've never seen that before. But I was concerned because my battery was holding a charge like it used to. And it said optimized charging, that it should be finished by 7 o'clock this morning. Has that message ever come up on yours before? What it is is they've they've been able to something that they believe will help save your phone. What it does is it, assuming that most people go to bed and get up at 7 o'clock in the morning, it takes your phone up to about 80% stops and then does the final charge right before you get up at 7 and take it to 100%, which is great if you have those hours, but supposedly it will learn what you do. My experience, I turn all that battery monitoring off and I've got some of my battery life, and then I also switch to dark mode, uh, which has given me a little bit of battery life, but... It is not. I cannot rival what I used to have in, in version 12. No, I have the same thing. I did the same thing you did, Mike. It is, it is better, but it's not quite better enough. It's not better enough. Shirley has her hand raised as well. Go, go ahead, Shirley. Okay. I have things for two people. First of all, I wanted to ask Mike, along with what you just said, um, if somebody wants to, you know, just top off their phone or get a quick charge, uh, can you temporarily uh, turn that, that thing off, you know, where it charges it?
it up to a certain point and then completes it, um, you know, within so many hours or whatever of you getting up. But before you answer that, I also wanted to ask Dave a question and then maybe you can both address them. Uh, first of all, I wanted to make a comment to Dave. I just really appreciate you talking about this thing with the meter because I've complained a couple of times recently. I didn't know if I had a bad sensor or what, but I've just gotten some just really, really strange readings. And I know even, you know, before they weren't always right on, but this was just way off the beaten path. And so I maybe you can tell me if I need to um, update the app on my phone before I put the next sensor on or exactly, you know, what you ended up doing. So um, if you can both address those comments, I would appreciate it. Well, I, I can tell you, as far as the meter is concerned, what they're going to do Saturday is um, they're going to be working on the app. Now, they tell you if you have the current update on your app, whatever you do, don't uninstall the app and reinstall it during the time that they're working on it because they said it could cause some problems. So Okay, but I don't know if I have the most current one, so should I try to update it before then or just wait? I think I would wait. Okay. Would and wait when is that supposed to be done then? This is it's going to start uh Saturday, Saturday morning, morning at 1 o'clock Eastern time and it, they said they should be through by the end of the day so it sounds like an all-day process. Are you able to talk to people at that company Dave or is it, is it something where you only have to email them? Can you actually talk to people who work for that company when you, when yes, you, oh, you can. can? Yeah. They have a line that they answer. I'm sorry, I know you asked Dave, but they do have a phone line that they answer and I also talked with one of their people in person the other day. Uh, at an expo. So, what? What? When you talk to them, Shirley, let me ask you this real quick: Did did they address the issue of the fluctuating? No. The only thing she told me was that they are coming out with a new version. There's going to be a Libre two. Uh, coming out fairly soon. Maybe that's what they're going to do Saturday. I don't know. She didn't really know whether you were going to have to get different sensors or exactly. But that was the only thing she did tell me. I noticed that um, mine this week has been a few, but they switched my medicine. So it may be a few degrees higher, but I've not noticed anything significant like Dave. He was one minute, his was, I mean, Dave doesn't mind me saying this, 215 or whatever. But if you knew what he ate, you'd understand why. And then (laughs) the next minute. Well, I've had some really bizarre high readings that just keep going up and up. And I just didn't know whether to go ahead and try to put a new update. You on it or be, not. Hey, Shirley, you can't keep eating those, those Joy Vet jelly rings anymore. You know, that's, that's just... Yeah, that must be it. Well, I'll, I'll tell you, um, I have a Prodigy voice here that I use as a spare, and I was uh, really glad I had that because the one day, I mean, it told me that my glucose was 40, and I knew it wasn't because I wasn't at, you know, 40. Anybody that has children right. 40 is going to have some problem. And so I, I got out the, uh, the Prodigy and, and checked it, and it was like, 110 or something like that. So. so so they told him to change sensors, and when he did, then it started reading really high, way high. So And it's been knows. way high. And Dave has a problem that some people have with a Libre sensor where his arm itches or he has, his arm is sore. Now, I don't oh, have wow. that problem. 
I don't have that issue. Mine come off early. They never it never stays on for the whole time. You know, um, and the first like twelve to eighteen hours, I keep getting messages that say do a blood test. You know, um, before taking any action or whatever. Yeah, that does come up. That does come up sometimes. Uh, I just ignore that because I I know. Right. And they also sell a little thing you can buy on Amazon. And I'm going to speak to the lady again about that, that uh, puts a little guard or a little something over that little sensor, which will protect it if you accidentally bump it or something happens. And I think they're relatively inexpensive that you can buy from Amazon. So I just didn't know, like I said, if we should try to make sure that my app is updated, but then we might have to do it again after the weekend. So, well, and it depends, it depends upon how your settings are on your iPhone. If you have it set for automatic updates, then it would have already happened most likely. So, yeah, I understand. Okay. You know, well, I didn't know if if Mike could quickly address the other question too that I had. Oh, go ahead, Mike. It's not, a, I don't know if I call it easy, but you have to go into the settings and battery, yeah. and what you do is turn off. There's something that says display percentage, and which was confusing to me because what that setting used to do was turn it off up on the status bar on top of your phone, but what it does right. is it turns off that hourly monitoring, and okay. unless you, for some reason, go in there and want to know what your phone did at 2 in the morning and 3 in the morning and right. in the evening, you can turn that off, uh, and then there's an option to disable that battery monitoring, but it depends what phone you have. Eight or earlier has it, but Bill's 10 did not have it. Remember, Bill, you did not oh, have it. Oh, that's interesting. No, okay. That's, I did not. Well, I appreciate it, guys. All right. Well, good luck, Shirley. Keep us posted. Thank you so much. Bye. Right. <coughs> Excuse me. I think we've reached the top of the hour and maybe a little bit some. Do we have any other questions, Jeff, before we... No, not, a, not that I know of. You didn't hear any cans go up. Did you get questions, Dave? I didn't I either. thought I saw a 724. <laughs> Came into the meeting is all. Oh, okay. All right. All right. Well, then what we're going to do. Yes. Is... Yeah. Okay. Um... I got it. I took care of it. Okay. Uh... You did. I don't know what happened. I remember when you're on the air. Mute, mute, mute. Um, what we're going to do, uh, we're going to run Dave's demo, but we're going to do a promo first, and then we'll just go right into the demo. We'll do our spots. You guys are going to do one this week on a new vacuum. You guys are like me in ovens. Um, a new vacuum cleaner you've got. Yes, correct? it's it's uh, Dyson has a, a new vacuum. It is the V11. Cord-free. Cordless uh, vacuum, and it is very powerful. We had a V6 and decided it was time to upgrade. I'm good. So there we go. Well, what we're going to do. We're going to run this demo right now and sit back and enjoy, and I think you're going to be interested in how you're going to be powered here, your next vacuum cleaner. I spend a lot of time in the backyard, and I'm the center of attention at summer barbecues. In 96, I made some of the tastiest s'mores. And in 09, it was me, your backyard fire pit, that accidentally started a wildfire when a summer breeze carried one of my embers into some dry brush. Spark a change, not a wildfire. Visit SmokeyBear.com. Brought to you by the U.S. Forest Service, your state forester, and the Ad Council. Only you can prevent wildfires. Hope you enjoyed your meal. And I just want to say, he's lucky to have a brother like you. Lucky? Caring for my brother is far from easy. But he's a part of me, like my arms and legs, so I'll be his. No time for tired. 
Nothing can disable this love. He needs me, but I'm the lucky one, even though I need help now and then. If you're caring for a loved one, visit aarp.org caregiving for care guides and community. Support for your strength. Brought to you by AARP and the Ad Council. What if I told you that a tornado was going to happen tomorrow right where you live? That it would touch down at exactly 3.17 p.m. and I told you the exact path it would take. You would, of course, prepare. You would talk with your loved ones and you'd make a plan today. It's true. I can't tell you a tornado will strike tomorrow. But shouldn't you have a plan anyway? Go to ready.gov communicate and make your emergency plan today. Don't wait. Communicate. Brought to you by FEMA and the Ad Council. This is Mario Andretti. You know me as a race car driver, but I'm also a Meals on Wheels volunteer. I've raced against the sport's biggest personalities, but I've never met more vibrant, amazing people than the seniors served by Meals on Wheels. You can make a difference by dropping off a hot meal and saying a quick hello. So, America, let's do lunch. Volunteer your lunch break at americaletsdolunch.org. This message brought to you by Meals on Wheels America and the Ad Council. Well, good morning, everyone. It's time now for another exciting demo. And today, Chris and I made a purchase from Dyson. Um, We actually purchased it from QVC, but it is a Dyson V11 cordless sweeper. We had a V6, and they've come out with several models, so we decided it was time to upgrade, and they offered us a good deal on it, so we took it. Now, this is probably the most powerful sweeper that Dyson has made in a cordless sweeper and i think chris and i can honestly tell you it's just about as powerful if not more than our regular sweeper dyson sweeper it works really well um so we thought we would attempt to do a demo on this thing well we're not going to attempt we are (laughs) <laughs> and the uh, first thing I'm going to do is let Chris give you a little bit of information about the Dyson V11 cordless sweeper. This is called Dyson, and that's spelled D-Y-S-O-N, V11, V is in Victor, 11, drive, complete, cord-free vacuum with nine tools. This is the the pack-up that QVC has it is item number v as in victor three six five 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 that's v three six five 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 its regular price is six ninety nine ninety eight that's six hundred ninety nine dollars and ninety eight cents and its uh price currently is four hundred ninety nine dollars and ninety eight cents <throat> when you get it there is a it, it it says it includes a V11 torque drive cord free vacuum and the docking station and the charger and the Dyson phone number should you want to ask questions and you can also buy it there uh, and if you have a, a Dyson already they will give you a Dyson family discount. I don't remember how much it is, but anyway, if you have a Dyson and you're interested in purchasing this, you can call and ask. That's if you call Dyson. Yeah. And the number to Dyson is one uh, eight six six 
693-9766. That's 1-866-693-9766. Okay, and uh, that's a, a, a little bit of the description of what this unit is. And as Chris said, it does come with some attachments. They can do all kinds of different things, uh, like dusting the corners of your ceiling and along the edge between the ceiling and the wall. I mean, it's it's just fantastic, and it it's great for sweeping floors and dusting floors. And we'll be getting into those attachments a little bit later. So, <clears throat> when you take the unit out of the box, you have the the vacuum itself, the sweeper. And um, you need to search everything. There's stuff stuck in cardboard. There's paper wrap things. You really need to take the time to search your packing thoroughly. And make sure that you have all of the attachments and stuff out of that box. Right now, I have the sweeper itself in my hand, and we've already been using it, so we've already unpacked the box. <clears throat> and. Um, if the sweeper was sitting on the t the table or mounted to the wall, the height is about nine inches. It's going to stick out nine inches or nine and a half inches from wherever you mount it on your wall. So if you mount it, if if I had it sitting on the table, which I don't, I have it sitting on my leg because I'm sitting in a chair. We're in the office trying to stay away from the bird. Yeah, which isn't working. And she's still about, making noise. It's about half working. <laughs> but uh, the battery is on the very bottom of the sweeper, and if you set the unit on the table, it, it's actually sitting on the battery, and it would be nine inches high off the table, the, the top of the sweeper would be. And the sweeper itself is about 15 inches long. Well, it is 15 inches long. And um, we'll start, I'm gonna turn it, this sweeper, I have it sitting on my leg and we'll just assume that's a table. And uh, I'm gonna start with the right-hand side or end of the sweeper going from right to left. I have the length of the sweeper going from right to left. So if I start on the right-hand side of the sweeper, I have the end of the sweeper, and right in the middle of the very, uh, down towards the bottom, on the very end of the sweeper, there's a little button, and that is your speed button. It toggles between low power or low, lower suction, auto, which it decides what it needs, and boost. Okay, and um, so uh, it's round on, well, the, the whole top of the sweeper is round. So, um, and it's a little skinnier on the right hand end than it is on, on the, the far left end of the sweeper. The far left end is is almost round. It's just an almost round. Yeah, it, it's almost round. There's a little <laughs> on, on the bottom thing on the bottom, but other than that, it's pretty round. And um, let's see. Uh, I'm still going to be on the right hand end of the sweeper. I'm going to take my. I, I found the top of the sweeper, and I'm looking at the round end of the sweeper, and I'm going to take my hands down below the round end of the sweeper 
on the right, and I find a, a great big handle. That's what you hold this sweeper with. Inside the handle, if I wrap my hands around uh, my my hand around the handle, and my finger, one of my fingers is going to come to a little opening where there is a trigger. That's what starts the sweeper. And <laughs> I like that sound. Uh, anyway, uh, that you hold that in when you're sweeping. And uh, as I said, the button on the very end is your speed. That changes from low to to eco and uh, uh, and and boost. And then, as I take my hands uh, on across the uh, the sweeper, going to the left, I'm going to find uh, there are some ridges that go around. And then after that is the a canister that holds all your dirt and whatever else that you put in there. Then, at the end, that's about, uh, oh, it's about half the length or a little more than what the sweeper is, so, or what part of the, the, the right end of the sweeper is. That's your canister, like I said. And then on the end of the canister is a big opening, and that's where you put your attachments. Um, and there are all kinds of attachments. You have a, a wand that you can plug in there, and then you have uh, a power head that you can plug into the end of the wand for sweeping the floor. And, of course, at, at the end of that wand, you can also take the power head off, and you can put all these other attachments on there. Now, <clears throat> we're going to come down again to the find the handle on the right hand of uh, the right hand end of the sweeper and that bird's going to drive me crazy um anyway um i'm going to bring my hands in find the handle and i'm going to move on over to the left from the handle and i'm at the very bottom underneath the uh uh the the left hand end of, of where the handle is I'll find a little well it's sort of a half circle thing on the bottom of the, uh, on the left hand end of the handle and if I press the left hand end of the handle and take my hands and I take a hold of the right hand end of the um, the sweeper and pull it that allows me to empty my I put the that end is going to pull away from the motor part of the sweeper and there's a little uh, lid on the end of that uh, of the le left hand end of the sweeper that flips up and if you hold that over the trash can when you push that lever on the uh, by the handle and push the and away from your handle, uh, that opens that lid, and then when, once you empty it, then you just press, uh, close the lid on the on the uh, on the end, the left hand end of this sweeper, and you push it in again, and you're pushing it to the right towards the the motor end of the sweeper. So they fit back together, and it'll fit back together and lock. 
Okay, um, and that's the as I said, the battery is on the bottom of the sleeper. That's really all the controls on the sleeper. So. I guess uh, what we can do now is uh, Chris can describe some of the <laughs> attachments, and uh, when we get to the power head, um, I will explain how that attaches. Well, actually, I was going to start with the power head because okay, well, well the thing that intrigued me about this sweeper and, and the selling point for me was the new or the newer corded Dysons have what they call a carbon fiber filament thing on the front edge that dusts the floor as you go. You know how after you run the sweeper or after you sweep with a broom, there's often a little bit of fine stuff left. And this carbon fiber filament acts as a, as a dusting brush. Well, this is the first cord-free sweeper I've seen that has one of those on it already. And I that that is what prompted me to really want to buy it. Okay, well, since we're doing the power head first, the first thing we want to do <clears throat> Now there's there's two ways you can use this power head. Uh the power head uh is just like a, a regular upright sweeper, you know, that fits on the end of the sweeper, and then, you know, as you push it, it, it runs. And, and It has a little button to take it on and off with, just like a normal right. sweeper would. So what you would do is you would take the power head. The first way to do it is on the left-hand end of the sweeper, uh, like I said, I think earlier, that there's a round opening right there. It's on the same end of where that lid is that opens up when you empty it. So anyway, um, if the sweeper on this round opening, at the top of that opening, there's a sort of a notch, a round notch that's cut out. And what you do is you take your power head and you plug the power head in. There's a little on the top of the power head. There is a, uh, you'll feel a, a button on the top of that power head. So that's how you can tell it's the top. And then what you do is you plug the power head into the end of the sweeper and it will lock. <clears throat> and that act activates the power head so that you can go ahead and use it like if you want to use it for um, just, you know, by hand, maybe sweeping the furniture, whatever the case or may the be. Floor, or the floor, if you wanted to do that. Yeah, if you wanted to get down. <laughs> if you wanted to get down on your hands and knees and get into a special corner or whatever, then you can attach it without using the wand. And you can do that with any of the attachments. You can attach any of them that way. Now, if the, um, the the power head on one end of the power head, you will find a, a, a little round uh, thing on the end of it with a slot in it. And what that slot is, if you take a quarter or something like that, and you put it in the slot and you turn it counterclockwise, 
that allows you to pull the roller out of the head in case something gets stuck in there or you need to clean the, the roller off. So you turn it until it stops, and then you take a hold of the uh, that thing that you just turned loose and pull it, and the whole roller will come out of the uh, power head. And, of course, you reverse the process when you put the roller back in. Just want to make sure that it's clean so that, you know, nothing gets stuck in there. So you put it back in and turn it clockwise till it stops. And then that takes care of the uh, power head. Now, when you want to disconnect the power head from the, the sweeper, on the power head, <clears throat> where it plugged into the sweeper, you'll find on the top, there's a button right there, and you press down on the button. When you press down on it, you pull the head away from the sweeper. And here again, that's true with any of the attachments. They all they all go on the, the same, same way. way. So now it's Chris's turn. Well, do you want to talk about the wand? If you want to stand up and do your whole floor, you can put the power head on the end of a metal wand. They they actually they say that you you use this you can use it as an upright sweeper. And that's how yeah with the wand and that's how we've been using it. So if you take the wand that comes with it, <clears throat> and we, we say a wand it's it's like a long tube and then it has the uh, the connections on each end for your attachment they're metal it's not flexible you know a lot of sweepers have a flexible hose that attaches to a metal wand this is just a metal wand right i have the i have the uh, power head right now attached to the wand and that's plugged into the uh the wand, and you plug the wand into the power head the same way you'd plug it into the sweeper, pretty much. And uh, the other end of the wand has a a round um, cylinder, like on the end of it, and then at the very end of it, you'll see a um, on the top of the wand there is a, a little plastic fin like that sticks out towards the end of the wand and uh, you line that up with whatever uh, to, to put it on the sweeper you would take that and you find the end of the sweeper <clears throat> the left end of the sweeper and you're going to line this top piece up with the um, well, let me get it in my hands here so I don't tell you something that isn't correct. And, okay, I have the sweeper in one hand. Here we go. <laughs> and um, <clears throat> the when I want to put this onto the, 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 uh, the wand with the power head already on it, there is <clears throat> a slot on the end of the wand, uh, there is a little fin that sticks out. And what you're going to do is you're going to hold the sweeper in your right hand, in my right hand anyway, that's, that's how I'm going to do it. And <clears throat> there is a slot on the on one end of this 
of the, uh, the the little fin that sticks out on the end of the uh, it's a little hard to describe of the wand it sticks out and you line that <clears throat> with a sweeper and there are notches on the wand that line up with the lot, uh, notches on the sweeper and you just press down and that locks the <clears throat> power head onto the, uh, the, the wand with the power head on it onto the sweeper. That's how we use it the most. It's a little hard to describe. It's really self-explanatory, though, when you take a look at it. Well, it's, if you've used a cordless sweeper, it kind of worked. They all kind of, all the attachments kind of work the same. The buttons might be different sizes or shapes, but they all kind of attach the same way. So now that I have the power head on onto the uh, sweeper, I can give you an idea. It's actually fairly quiet. I'm just running it across the carpet. Just holding the trigger in on the on the handle of yeah, the sweeper. You do have to hold the trigger in. Show them the different speeds. Okay, now <clears throat> right now it is on the middle speed, so it's on auto, so I'm going to put it on, uh, I'm going to find that little button on the right hand end of the sweeper by the handle. I'm going to hold the trigger in. That's low. That's low. Medium. And boost. Okay, and I'll put it back down where it was. The the difference is not only the suction, but your battery life. Of course, boost will take a lot more battery and make your battery life shorter. On auto, they say you can get an average of 41 to 47 minutes. On low, you get about 60 minutes. Yeah, and on, on boost, you get, <coughs> what they say, 12? It's about 12 minutes on if you have it on boost. The whole time. The only time you're probably going to use the the boost is like if you use one of the attachments that Chris will be talking about. It's it's an, a a flex attachment that you can make longer. Like if you want to sweep underneath your refrigerator, like it'll pull things from 20 inches out away. Uh, it it'll pull things out of a 20 inch crevice. So if you lay it down on the floor and put it under your the edge of your refrigerator, it'll pull from 20 inches back. Well, they say 21, actually, inches back, or between your stove and your cabinet, stuff like that. So what you would do is just tap the speed button until the uh, motor is running at high speed while you're squeezing the t trigger, and that puts that's on boost, and that allows the suction to become really high-powered. And so it can suck up stuff from way back. From there. way back. That, that was another selling point for me because I've not seen any other cord-free sweeper be able to do that. Yeah, I actually um, held a, a plate up against the end of the the wand when we first got it. Just to, I was had to be nosy and see if it would do it, and it actually I could lift the plate up without it falling off. And I guess it actually that does work. One of my good plates, huh? Yeah, it was. Well, figures. <laughs> oh, well, didn't hurt it anyway. I didn't break it. But it might have. <laughs> <laughs> then you'd had some splaining to do. <laughs> 
So you can have use the power head either on the, the end of the wand and then put the wand onto the sweeper or you can just put the wand of the power head directly onto take the wand off and, and then just put it directly onto the sweeper. And now it's Chris's turn to talk about the rest of the, the attachments. The other thing the only other thing I wanted to say about the power head, there's a rubber what would you call that? A flange on the back that's next. It's a it's a you? it's a soft uh, on the end of the power head. What she's talking about. I had to pick it up here so I could describe it better. On the back end towards the wand, uh, if you have it on the power, if you have the power head on the uh, and you have it on the floor on the on the floor, it's like a soft rubber flange, I guess. And what it does is when you're sweeping the floor, and a lot of sweepers have this problem, when you sweep the floor they and you're pushing it forward, sometimes it'll push if there's bigger stuff, it might push it behind the sweeper and it'll miss it. Or it'll throw it back at you sometimes. If you lift it just a little bit, it might throw it back toward you. So this will stop that from happening. Now it's your turn. Okay. The uh, the tool that's kind of similar to the power head is called a combination tool, and I would say the thing about it is is it's smaller, and you can do stairs or furniture or smaller spaces with that. <clears throat> it, it is power, but it's it's a lot smaller. And I don't think it's as powerful. Maybe the I don't know that it turns quite as fast. And you can use it with or without the wand. All of these you can use with or without the wand. There's the crevice tool, and you most of you know what that looks like. It's just a long, skinny uh, shaft-looking thing. That's there's um, let's see. There's a stiff bristle brush. That's pretty self-explanatory. If you wanted to scrub on something. There is a wand storage clip. Now, the wand storage clip actually fits onto your wand. You just push it on there, and there is a a hole at each end to hold an attachment. So it actually holds the attachment, two extra attachments, on your wand if you if you want it to. That way, you can you have some spares there for for different things as you're sweeping. You might want to. Do something small or something big. And well, so. yeah, depending on the tools. Right now, I have the what I'm going to talk about next, the flexible crevice tool. I have as one of our things because that's the one I would probably use to get into, like under the refrigerator and stuff, because that's I think the skinniest one. And that's also the one that the mini dusting brush fits into. So, if you wanted for whatever reason to dust like maybe just the corner of a wall where cobwebs get you can do anything you want you'll have to figure out what you want to use what for I'm just telling you the names and kind of half trying to describe them because you could dust a table with that some people if you could see well enough you might go in and around your glass knickknacks with that I wouldn't because I'd knock something over but that would be one use that they showed for that so you can clip whatever you want to into your into your wand storage clip and carry it around with you. <clears throat> there is a wide nozzle top that 
it, it's just like it says it's just got a wide mouth on it it has a brush that you can move out of the way if you want to it has a brush you can pull down or you can push that brush up out of the way by use of a, a button that lets it go the brush retract back up onto the uh, away from the end of the yeah if you don't tool. want to use it there's a it's called an up top adapter you can put this on the end of the wand or the sweeper but you really would probably use it on the end of the wand and you can attach any attachment you want to to it but it allows you some flexibility to bend it almost it, it almost acts like you're gonna you're bending the wand different forward or backward so it gives you a little bit more flexibility for like it, it tilts whatever the attachment is either up or down when it's on when it's on the when it's on the wand or on the sweeper and let's see those are that, that's all the tools there's nine of them so there's a little dusting brush in there yeah we talked about that you put that into the crevice tool that that it's small it won't fit on the very end of the wand or anything like that you actually have to put that into the um mini crevice tool now the last thing we want to talk about on this sweeper is the the charger that comes with it it is a wall mount charger well it has the power supply then a wire uh, on the end of that and that hooks up to the uh, wall mount and uh, I guess if you lived in an apartment you could just lay it on the floor in a corner but you know but it is designed to be mounted right now the uh, the the wall mount piece um, is designed so that when you set the sweeper on it, if you have it mounted to the wall, you would take the bottom end of the handle, you find the bottom end of, of the handle of the sweeper, and you go up to the top of the charger when a unit when it's on the wall, and you slide the battery down uh, the, there's a slot on each side of the wall mount, and you slide the battery down in between those slots and let it come down until the sweeper stops. And this, that automatically connects the sweeper to your power, and then, of course, you plug the uh, power charger into the wall. There's also two places on that dock for other attachments. So you really you have a fair amount of attachment storage built in. You have nine attachments and if you have one on the wand already and you 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 really have room for four more so you're only having to store four other things depending on what you choose it's pretty amazing uh sweeper um that the um the the wall mount uh for the charger and for you guys that are mechanically inclined there's a flat piece that goes against the wall, and you use some, uh, if, if you have drywall, you're gonna use your drywall inserts, which you'll have to purchase, because they don't come with it, and some drywall screws. And you will uh, find on the inside of this flat piece, you're gonna find a hole at the top and a hole at the bottom, and you, you, uh, you line that up with wherever you're gonna put it on the wall, 
and take a, a small uh, screwdriver and punch a little hole. Th- you, you put it through the hole in the tra- in the charger mount and sort of make your hole in the drywall, kind of like we did when we did the smoke detectors. We made the uh, the hole in the drywall, and then you put your insert in there. And then you um, you put your mount up against the wall, put the screw, uh, the mounting screw th- through the hole and into the drywall insert that you put into the wall and tighten it up. And you'll do that with two screws and two inserts to mount the charger to the wall. took us a little time to figure out, because we'd never seen a docking station quite like that. Our old sweepers, the old Dysons, you push them up into and they mount that way, but this one slides down. The sweeper slides down. It's a lot easier to mount it, I think. It is. When it's mounted onto the wall. If you didn't want to mount the um, power supply, or if you didn't want to, you know, like if you live in an apartment, they may not want you mounting it to the wall. Or you may not want to ask maintenance to do it. So it's a regular power supply with a plug mm. on the end of it, a round plug. Kind of like a, a lot of your devices have the little round plug, like the AC adapters for radios and things like that. It's got one of those on the end of it. And just underneath the handle, there's a little round hole that you could actually plug that power into and charge it that way if you, if you didn't want to mess around using that wall mount. So, I guess um, we're about finished with the demonstration of the unit, other than the fact that uh, I do have the uh, I do have the uh, power head on here still onto the sweeper, and I'm just going to put it on middle speed and just sort of go over. Go over to your um, right. I'm going to go over here. A little bit. And also out the kitchen they can throw it. Okay, I'm gonna walk out here. It's kitty litter. We haven't run the sweeper this morning. <laughs> Save it for the demo. I'm gonna walk out here to the uh, kitchen because the bird was making a mess out here and I guess I'll, I will see if uh, they can probably hear if she's got a mess and if she does you will hear the sweeper uh, the suction power that it has <laughs> she actually didn't too ba- do too bad today so there we go see and the bird doesn't like it. Too bad, bird. She actually did a lot better than I thought she would. Here, I'll give this to you. And, um... <coughs> we're going back into the... Chris is playing with it now. She in the hallway to make sure there's nothing in the hallway. Yeah, I picked up a couple more pieces. Yeah, I just figured while we have it out, might as well get it all because then I'm going to put it up and I won't have to do it later. That's probably good. 
So we'll go back here into the office where we have all the stuff. And uh, then I will have Chris give you the information about the V11 cordless sweeper with torque. Okay. This is called a Dyson D-Y-S-O-N V11 torque drive complete cord-free vacuum with nine tools. It's from QVC, this particular pack up, and it's item number is V as in Victor, 36555. The automated order to QVC, order number to QVC is 1-800-345-1212. A real person is 1-800-345-1515. Or you can go to qvc.com. And right now, the price is four $499.98. The regular price is $699.98. Um, the number of Dyson, if you want to talk to them, is one eight six 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 nine three nine seven six six. That's eight six 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 nine three nine seven six six. Or you can go to Dyson dot com, and again, that's D Y S O N. All right, we're a little distracted because the bird out there is distracting like she's on the phone and she's saying, um, um, all okay, right, all okay. right. Jeez. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, bird always got to get in, has to get into the act. <laughs> anyway, that's how this unit works, and, and, and we really do like it. And, um, I have been impressed, but the two things that made me buy it were the how far away it will pick things up and the little dusting filament on the end. Right. And she said, all right, bird, whatever. Guess she's going to get one. She's all cranked up. But anyway, that's how the unit works. We're very happy with it. If you have any questions, you can always email Bill Sparks at Bill at BillSparks.org. That's Bill at BillSparks.org. Or you may reach us during this live broadcast at 646-558-8656. That's 646-558-8656. When you're asked for the meeting ID, enter 848-725-450. That's 848-725-450. Press pound. As instructed, you will be asked for a user ID, press pound again, and you'll be in the room with us where you can ask your question or make your comments regarding this product. Well, that's all the time we have for this demo. Stay tuned next week for another, another exciting, exciting demo. People been saying to your friend, get a different face, and posting on their feed, they're super ugly. The things they say to You can be a witness and make a difference by letting the world know it isn't cool and by letting your friend know you care. Learn more at eyewitnessbullying.org. Brought to you by the Ad Council. Keyboard Cat, Hamilton the Pug, and Toast Meets World. These are some of the Internet's most beloved pets. 
and they all have one thing in common. Their stories started in a shelter. Start your story. Adopt a dog or cat today. Visit theshelterpetproject.org to find a pet near you. Training that pet to play the keyboard, that's optional. Start a story. Adopt a shelter or rescue pet today. Brought to you by Maddie's Fund, the Humane Society of the United States, and the Ad Council. Allison is perfect. I mean, she'd never tell you that. She's humble and perfect. She likes everyone. She even likes her untidy roommate's weird guinea pig. Allison, wait, are you texting and driving? Allison, no. That's the exact opposite of what I was just saying about you. Why, Allison? Why? Texting and driving makes good people look bad. Visit StopTextStopRex.org. Brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. We are live outside the home of Joe and Rosie Goddard, where a pretty big tickle fight broke out just minutes ago. Sources say their father instigated the laughter. Let's go inside for a comment. (laughs) Apparently, they have no comment. Dads, let this be a reminder that it only takes a moment to make a moment. Call 877-4DAD411 or visit fatherhood.gov. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services and the Ad Council. Well, we are back with one cranked up bird. <laughs> I'll go along with that. No matter was what she you do, laughing you... at the end. It sounded like she was laughing. She was. She enjoyed the demo thoroughly. <laughs> you that can't was... get away from her, ever no, matter heard her. What, no matter what you do. Does she do this all the time when you have demos? I, I, I'm assuming that she wants the attention. So that when you're doing something like this, she, she she's upset because she's not having the attention. Is that correct? Yeah. Well, a lot of times we can edit it out. But the problem was she was so wound up the day we did that. Well, we were in the office with the door closed. So, you know. You can imagine how loud that was. And I take it that was her doing that. Yeah. 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 That was the mail chime. <laughs> <laughs> That's very loud. So That's funny. where does this vacuum cleaner fit in your scheme of things? <laughs> well, we've, <laughs> we've been using it a lot. I mean, because it, it works really well. We have the we have the we have the uh, the rope the Roomba, you know, as well. And this, if you want to do something in a hurry, um, it it's really good. It's very powerful. Like if we find out somebody's coming, we don't always have time to run the Roomba, so we just run this quick, and it does every bit as good a job as our regular corded Dyson. So now, do you run the Roomba every day still? Just about. Pretty much. Pretty much. Some days you might not. Yeah, sometimes Thunder will take this mental fit and start just bailing her food out of the cage, and then we'll just quickly just grab the uh, the cordless sleeper and just clean it up. I suppose we still be- run I, the I got Roomba. a BB gun that might stop that problem, Dave. No, not <laughs> we, we still run the Roomba almost every morning. Now, this morning it wasn't that bad, so we didn't, but we're going to have to run something because she's been bailing food out. I thought maybe Flash could stop her from doing that. Wow. Yeah, they just ignore each other. So, what happens? That's the first time I never really heard her talk. You could understand. You could hear her say, "All right." Uh-huh. Actually, oh, yeah. she um, she throws food out and Flash chases it. I think it's a conspiracy. So, with Jackie's <laughs> dog here, we've got the problem of it chewing up little things or bits of this and that. Will this pick that up without a problem? Or oh yeah. It picks. It does really well. I was amazed. That thing might pick up a bowling ball. Well, I, like I said, in, in the, like I said in the demo, I used uh, one of Chris's plates and actually picked it up with the suction off of that sleeper. You should never have told her that because she was a little upset about that. But, 
So it's, I remember them uh, having an ad for, I believe it was a GE vacuum cleaner that used to pick up a bowling ball. I don't know how they did it. But yeah, that's, yeah, I remember seeing that. Do you think we're going to have the day coming? I've seen a lot of shark go into this and Dyson. Are we going to have the day coming when, when there's no um, corded vacuums? Or are they going to be well, it, it, always be very there? well? Maybe. Could happen because you, you still have to have a way to charge them, right? But I mean, as far as cordless, you can't beat it because you know you, you know they're, they're portable. I was told that Dyson doesn't make corded vacuums anymore. Is that true? That's what I was told. They still they still make some. But it, the cordless uh, seems to be taking over. You guys used to have the one that I have, I think. Uh, no, it's a cordless one. That the one that goes in the other way on the charger. Yeah, yeah. Well, we ha- we actually have we have one in the studio down here, just like that. Yeah. Anyway, I I've been quite impressed with how well that one does. They do. They work really well. This one just has a lot more power, um, and Hello? and a good and the runtime is a lot better. But there's a lot of battery things. I mean, we have a battery lawnmower that works very well, and it's also really quiet compared well, to a regular, regular mower. And then we have a battery snowblower that works extremely well. Too. Yeah, I have one. I have a snowblower by uh, made by Snow Joe, and it, it's cordless, and it works pretty well. Uh, fact, no, I think we get your a lawnmower run, Tim. Well, we've never run it out. Uh, it had two batteries, and it switches automatically from one to the other when it when that one gets low. But we've never run down the first one. So, <laughs> and you got the snow Joe. I bet you bought that on QVC because I've seen that advertised on QVC uh, last year, if I'm not mistaken. I did. I bought ours about two years ago. They've changed them a little bit, made them a little more powerful. But now they're coming out. Well, I think it's already out now. They have one that's. Uh, it's kind of like the Roomba sweeper. You know, you can set it so it can mow the, the, the lawnmower that you can mow the yard with it and not even have to do anything. What do you, what, does it have those little things that you mark off the yard so it knows where to go? Is that how that works? I, I don't know. I haven't, I haven't seen one. I think eventually there's going to be a robot that just cleans the house and does your yard work. Yeah, there you go. I want it. I, I need a. There, there is. It's her name is Rosie. She's from the Jetsons TV show. Yeah. I need uh, a counter cleaner. That's what I need. A counter cleaner. There you go. A battery. The, I was gonna say you put the dog on the counter. It'll clean up the counter. I'm just kidding. Well, you know what? A couple about a year. I don't know if they still have them or not. QVC had this little thing. We had one, and I lost it. I don't know what happened to it, but they called it a mouse. And it was a battery-operated thing, and you just it laid like it on the... looked like a computer mouse. Yeah, it, it did. It looked like a computer mouse, and you just laid it on the counter, turn it on, and it would run around the counter and wipe it up. up crumbs. Now, it wouldn't clean up spit like liquid or sticky stuff, but it, it did crumbs. Hmm. Well, we could put well, we that... have those mats that you could put down mats and cut things or do whatever on the, on the mat. Oh, yeah, yeah. And then you can just roll the mat up and throw the stuff in the... Trash, yeah. yeah. See, I have a better solution. When in doubt, hire out. No, never mind. <laughs> well, sometimes when you hire out, you don't get the very best of the best That's, of the you know, best. You've got a point there, Bill. You really you do. You don't. You can hire out. I, I think don't. we should just get Rosie the robot. She'll take care of us. Hey, does Chris have a recipe today? 
I do. I she, have... she does, but I just wanted to say her Christmas present is coming today, and she doesn't know what it is. Oh. Oh, how fun. Are you going to make her wait until Christmas to find out? I might. It um, depends. Depends upon what she oh. does for persuasion. It would be uh, more fun to torment her about it, Dave, and make her wait till Christmas. Yeah. We've got two That's raised it. hands, too. We better get to you real quick here. Do we have any raised hands? Do I see them? Nope. I'm, I'm seeing it says two raised hands. Do you guys hear that, Chris and Dave? No, we don't. We don't oh, hold on. Yes. You got, you're right. I didn't we even do, hear. I actually. I, Bill, I've been Ellen with and uh, Bill. Ellen and Bill. I yeah, hi. It's me. Uh, two questions. Uh, what's the weight on that dolphin? Just out of curiosity. And what kind of bird is that? That's an African gray parrot. Uh, I'd say the weight on the Dyson is about seven pounds. Oh, okay. It's not too yeah. bad. You can hold it with one hand. Yeah, I was just, I was just curious. Okay. All right, Bill. I think I think we, I think Bill has his hand raised. If I'm not, if I'm not mistaken. So let me unmute you, Bill. Go ahead, Bill. Okay. okay. Uh, yeah, Dave. I've got one of those little counter things you back in mind with a little pig. They work great picking up the crumbs. I don't know where even got. It. I've had it several years, and the. Cordless vacuum cleaner wouldn't do me any good because when I get to vacuum the carpets here, it takes me over an hour. But I got to do the upstairs, the bedrooms, the basement. So I've got over an hour time of carpet I got to run when I do it. You just need you can two vacuums. Uh, low power, of course, the suction on this thing is really, really <coughs> good. You can get about 60 yeah. minutes run time on, low, on the low speed. Yeah, because I, yeah, I got a vacuum cleaner with off of here, and it's going to take me oh, a good hour and 15, 20 minutes to do all the carpet. I know we don't have much time, but I want to ask you one question, Chris and Dave, either one of you guys. How good is the tech support from um, Dyson when you when you ask questions about how it works and things like that when you have to call their customer service? They're very good, and Chris does have a recipe. They, they can tell you how to take one apart and everything. Yeah, I love that. Mm. Go for it, Chris. Okay, this is yellow chili. It's not something we care for, but a whole lot of people love it, and it's a friend of mine's recipe, and she makes it all the time, so I know it works. <clears throat> Two and a half pounds of ground chuck, browned and drained, one onion chopped, four 15-ounce cans of pinto beans with jalapenos undrained, four cans of their 15 ounces, two, of chili hot beans undrained, one 10-ounce can of original Rotel, and if it isn't chopped up, you need to chop it up. Most of the time it is. One pound of Velveeta cheese, one to one and a half cups of heavy cream, and after you brown your meat, you put it in a six-quart crock pot, add everything to it except the cheese and the cream, and give it a stir, and you, uh, let's see, you cover and cook together until it's simmering, stirring occasionally. Then you add your cheese and cook until you're almost ready to serve it, and then you add your cream and stir, and you can serve it plain or you can serve it over crunched up chips like um, Tostitos or Fritos or something like that. Sounds good. Sounds good. I'm hungry and ready, Very, Chris. very, yeah, very, very good pretty. stuff. Thank you very much, Chris. Thank you, everyone, panel, people calling in, participating by email and by um, the request line. However we communicate, thank you so much to the panel. And we're actually cutting into Tim's time, which gives me great pleasure. But Tim, I know, is ready to go to work. Um I'm stalling just a little. But anyway, Tim, have a... Oh, wait a minute, Tim. There we go. All right. Have a great show, Tim. All right. Talk to you all later. Okay, buddy. Bye. Bye Bye-bye.